a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You heard those details just shared with you by Nick Wyatt during the newscast, the new numbers coming from the Utah Department of Health. New increase in positive cases, 394. 394 cases. Now, uh, let's harken back just for a moment to that memo, and then we'll move off uh, that for a bit. Uh, Dr. Dunn, in the memo, said that if we do not reach a rolling seven-day average of 200 cases per day by July 1st, we need to move the entire state to orange. That is her recommendation, and right now we do not look like we are in a position to get that rolling day seven or that rolling seven day average to 200 cases per day. What I will point out though at 394 uh, positive cases from yesterday, that is off more than 200 compared to the reported number the day she drafted that memo. Okay, so at least in terms of trajectory, uh, we've come off that high water mark of last week. Let's just hope that we are able to uh, stay that course. And uh, you heard me preaching the gospel of masks in that last segment. Uh, I'm remaining committed. I invite you to remain committed as well. All right. So, you know, every once in a while, you hear on the news here on KSL News Radio, or maybe if you're watching television or reading the paper, you see these stories pop up from time to time uh, boasting boasting of how wonderful Utah is and how there are studies conducted by this think tank or that organization or that university. And they look at various features of Utah. They look at uh, government regulation over business and how because we are a light touch type of state, businesses are able to operate in relative freedom compared to other states uh, in our nation. And that is very good for business. And so that puts us at the top of uh, many business lists, how Utah is very well positioned to uh, endeavor into the future and grow and expand and be a a wonderful economic success. That's true. Those are are real things. Those are real true. Uh, But what do you and I have to do with that? There are certainly many of you who have started wonderful, beautiful businesses, small businesses, which is which have grown into uh, large, competitive global businesses, and I applaud you. Outstanding. Congratulations. Thank you uh, for contributing. But the truth is, most of us, you and I, certainly, I, absolutely, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an employee. I didn't start this radio station. I uh, check in each day, and I spout off for a few hours, and at the end of the day, I answer to a boss. And so, you know, I, I haven't done much to uh, start business or create jobs here in Utah. That's not me. That's, that's someone else. That's some smart guy or gal. And so when I hear sometimes uh, about how wonderful Utah is doing, I feel a little bit detached from that. Like, oh, man, well, that's, that's great for Utah. I, uh, you know, I wonder what I've done to contribute to that. And I have a hard time identifying uh, that answer until now. 
until now. There's a new list. There is a new list out, and it essentially analyzes states and ranks them in their ability to demonstrate resilience or their ability, our ability, to endure disasters like pandemics or earthquakes. Obviously, right now, we're in the midst of an earthquake or... No, sorry, that was that was a few months ago. We're doing the pandemic thing now. <laughs> right now, we are in the midst of a pandemic. And this list, this ranking, this analysis conducted by the United States Census Bureau looks at factors that are beyond the far away kind of uh, conceptual qualifiers. Yeah, this looks at things that you and I can impact in our very own home. And here in Utah, we do uh, very, very well in a number of categories that you and I are able to impact in our own home. How the study works is this. The Census Bureau came up with a, a number of risk factors, a number of factors which could negatively impact a state's or a community's resilience. Impacts like, uh, you know, the economic situation in our home, our personal health, our the way we exist socially. Even our ability to speak English. It looks at all of those factors. And it will give a score to each state dependent on how many risk factors per capita are present in each home. Well, here in the state of Utah, <laughs> we have done very, very well. In fact, the top of the list. What are the risk factors? Uh, so the risk factors range from uh, residents having diabetes or asthma or heart disease, uh, how many residents are over the age of 65. Now, age. Age is interesting. I want to point that out. Uh, I did a little, bit of, uh, a little bit of tangential research on this topic uh, here before I sat down to chat with you. And we know that we are very young here in Utah. We have a very young population. <clears throat> in fact, uh, it was because of this uh, relative age or this average age here in the state that Dr. Dunn uh, in March, way back in March, discussed uh, how our young population will play a part and have an impact on our COVID-19 hospitalization rates. So our hospitalization rate is lower than some of our um, surrounding states and states having a larger burden of COVID-19. A lot of that is because we have a younger population here in Utah. And so we know that those more likely to be hospitalized and have severe disease are over the age of 60. And we just happen to have a young population in Utah, so we have less opportunity for severe disease of COVID-19. So that's a tangent, but it's absolutely fascinating. And so I dug into the, the numbers. I looked at what are the median ages of each state and territory around the country. Now, <clears throat> if you factor in the territories, Utah does not have the lowest median age. American Samoa has the youngest or the lowest median age of all the U.S. states and territories combined. What's that age? I'll give you a second to guess. It's 25.5. 25 and a half years old is the average age uh, of an American Samoa. Now, uh, move over to Guam. This is the second youngest, second lowest uh, median age. Uh, Guam has a median age of 29. Now, the first state, Utah. We have a median age of 31 years old, 31 years old. 
And that is one of the major contributing factors to our resilience and our ability to combat, uh, as the study analyzes, uh, pandemics, uh, hurricanes, natural disasters, um, economic disasters as well. Age, simple as that. Also, our health. We are healthy people relatively here in the state of Utah. Also, we are very good about maintaining health insurance. Relatively. I keep using that word relatively because I know that there are many areas where we could improve and we here in Utah, we set our own standard and we have uh, ways to go yet before we meet the, our own Utah standard. I agree with that 100%. There are individuals uh, who uh, experience uh, some health challenges, some financial challenges, some insurance challenges, uh, but for the most part, and as we compare to other states, we're doing very well. Another interesting category, how many lived in single adult homes? The Census Bureau counts it as a risk if you live in a single adult home. That's interesting. That, of course, a reference to uh, like a two-parent home. It looks at poverty rates, uh, looks at education. If your household lacks a high school diploma, that puts you uh, at a higher risk. Well, here in Utah, uh, we are educated, we are young, we are healthy, we have insurance, we make wise financial decisions, and that puts us at the top of the Census Bureau list. And every one of those categories, you can take personal credit for accomplishing. Okay, This isn't some far-off thing, some abstract idea that makes Utah so great. No, in this measure, Utah is great because of you. Utah is great because of you. Cool stuff. I thought it was interesting. Uh, Before I go, let me tell you, the oldest median age in a U.S. state, Maine, 44.9, almost 45 years old. There's some old people up there in Maine. (laughs) Quick break. When we come back, we'll be speaking with Utah Representative Chris Stewart, member of Congress, going to call in, talk to me about police reform and the debate taking place in Washington right now. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.